Stardom 101. Stardom 101. Stardom 101. It's the Stardom 101 magazine podcast. Shining light on today's tastemakers and innovators. It's the Stardom 101 magazine podcast. Stardom 101 magazine podcast. We are back for a very special episode. And the name of this episode is called Aiming High. And I'm on the phone right now with a, a gentleman who's very talented in the acting and the modeling and that industry that's driving the society right now. He goes by the name of Mr. Nanish Patel. Mr. Patel, how are you doing today? I am quite well. I am peachy and I, I am it. full of energy at 9.50 p.m. Let's go. We are doing it. We are tuned in. <laughs> The listeners is tuned in. This is a very, very important episode. Once again, you are one of the most seasoned individuals in the industry right now. We want to know what it takes to succeed in those industry. We're going to you to give us some tips, to give us some advice on the modeling, acting industry and other things that you do as well, too. So let's start off by telling the listeners a little bit about your background professionally and how many years you've been in the industry and the layers of work that you had to produce. All right. Starting off, um, I have a master's degree in computer science and I have been working in the field technology staffing, pharmaceutical staffing for the past 22 years. Wow. So my professional day job currently, I work for AT&T and Bayer Pharmaceuticals, working remotely from home. Wow. Wow. How's that? They get remotely. Were you in the office at one point? I was actually working out of an office before the pandemic hit. So after 2020, I had to take a mandatory layoff from a company based northern New Jersey mm-hmm. because of the pandemic. And I was, you know, like millions of us, we were, I was collecting unemployment. Mm. And with the extra 600, the, the stimulus uh, checks that came in kept me afloat. Yeah. Yeah. Like so many of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so many of us. Correct. It kept mm-hmm. me afloat. And then I just recently started with AT&T, AT&T back in August of 2021. And then in December, I got the offer with uh, Bayer Pharmaceuticals based in Whippany, New Jersey. Wow. So I'm like, you know, I'm working remotely. So when I, I can juggle two jobs um, at the same time, because I can't, you know, do same meetings from Bayer and or AT&T. Mm-hmm. So I have to schedule my meetings according to the schedules and the timing on you know, work laptops, whereas if meetings are happening on 11 o'clock on a Tuesday and I have another meeting at 1130 with Bear, I would have to push that to another hour. Ah, I see the adjustments. Adjustments. I had to do the adjustments. Yes. Excellent. Excellent. Let's talk about your calling. And when did you realize your calling? And what was that process like for you? My calling. So before I got into this industry, I really didn't have a passion in this industry at all. Mm. But one fine day, I actually was discovered by a talent scout named Albert Cosby. He works for La Creme. They're based in New Jersey, mm-hmm. also New York and Miami. Uh, Patricia Pinto is the owner. Monica Pinto is her daughter. They're basically mother-daughter business. Mm-hmm. So Albert Cosby actually discovered me. He was like, have you ever thought about modeling and acting? I'm like, sir, I'm like in my 40s. I'm 43. <laughs> At the time, I was 43. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Yes. I am 47 now. Well, uh-huh. I will be 47 in 72 hours. So 
Awesome. Happy belated. <laughs> oh, happy early, you mean. Early. <laughs> <laughs> early, early. Yeah, so so Albert Cosby talked to me about LaCreme and, you know, how I can uh, uh, make a difference in, in, in my own life. Because I guess my facial uh, features, I look young. I had the unique look, and I still had that unique look. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I went to New York City that fine August day back in 2019, and oh my God, it was so hot. I tried to walk slow as possible to the location. From I got off at uh, was that 14th Street in the city. So yeah, 14th, and it was so hot. It was like almost 12 noon. It was like 98 degrees out in August. My goodness, and I'm like. Holy, can I <laughs> like you know? I'm like, can I can I walk any slower? <laughs> People walking past me, and I'm like, I don't want to be late. I want to be late, but I had sweat dripping down my shirt, and I'm like, shit. Mm. Uh, I had to run to the restroom in the studio just to freshen up a bit, dry off the sweat, and I was auditioning for New York Fashion Week. Wow, that's major. Oh my goodness, it was major. And Chris, when I tell you. There was about a hundred men in the studio auditioning, <laughs> and about say 150 women, all shapes and sizes, even men, all shapes and sizes. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm over there waiting in line. I'm like, oh, am I gonna get this? Am I gonna get this? I'm 43. Eh, I'll give it a shot. So came time, or you know, for me to you know uh, basically walk on their their make believe catwalk in the studio. Correct. Walking the straight line back and forth four times. I just had that natural walk and. The way I was looking at the wall, because as a model, you cannot smile. Really? You have to look straight ahead. You have to focus on, let's say, example, if you're in front of a wall, focus on that wall, that part of the wall, that mm. point of the wall, rather. Mm-hmm. And just walk. Just have that 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 stride, walk, and have that confidence in you. Mm. You can do this. I'm thinking in my head, I, I can do this. I can do this. Why not be a model at 43? Wow. The next day, I get the call from Patricia saying, you are one of my models for New York Fashion Week. And I'm like, what? Holy shit. <laughs> are you effing kidding me? Whoa. My goodness. Wow. Wow. That's and we had, what, seven weeks until Fashion Week. And I'm like, oh, my God, seven weeks. I got to just, like, practice your walk a little bit, but you have that confidence. Uh-huh. You have the features. You have a unique look to you. Mm, and that's Man, what they're looking for. The rehearsals, it was all over. It was a wrap. I'm like, I got this. <laughs> but New York Fashion Week, it was a packed house. Woo. Packed house. And, you know, the more people are in the studio, the more hotter it gets. <laughs> and... For New York Fashion Week, mm-hmm. it was the very, very first time I actually had makeup. Mm, wow. I literally had two pounds of makeup on me. I'm like, I don't know how these women walk around all day with makeup, but damn. <laughs> Did you experience any obstacles during that time? Or was it just literally the highlight of your of, of your career? Um, obstacles? I did trip a bit uh, during the audition. Uh, no, audition. For the, uh, for the rehearsals. Mm. Uh, week uh, New York Fashion Week. I tripped a bit because for men we had to wear black shoes with at least an inch and a half to a two inch heel, and I'm like, you know, I love cowboy boots. I got you. But the the floor was a little slippery, and I actually slipped on my own foot. Oh my goodness! Uh, you know, if you slip on your foot, you gotta gonna keep going. You gotta keep going. Off, keep going. Do not <laughs> stop. Just keep going. Oh, whoa! Would you consider that your proudest moment thus far in your career? Thus far, that my very first New York Fashion Week walk was my 
proud moment. And that's where I found my calling. My goodness, that's an awesome story. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. What do you say to people who say, oh, uh, you're too old to, to do this, or you're too old to do that? What do you want to tell those folks right now? You know, I want to tell the millions and millions of people that are going to be listening to this podcast, you are never, ever too old to follow your passion, follow your dream. If you want to model, I actually know a friend of mine um, who is 62 years old and he is modeling. What? So you don't have to be a young buck. You don't have to be, you know, skinny like for women. Back in the day, you had to be like, like a, like a, like a stick, you know? Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I remember. Today, yeah. In, in today's age, models come from all shapes and sizes, all age groups. Nice, nice. Nice. And you know what? Modeling actually builds up your confidence level. Ah, it does something from you, for you, rather. It does it for you, and it, it makes you a better man, and it makes you, makes you a better woman. Awesome. It gives for, you so much confidence. Nice, nice. For the listeners who are curious about getting into the industry, right, what are some steps that they can take to get themselves out there? They don't know how to do it. You have the opportunity, of course, of a lifetime. What are some ways, now that you're looking back in your experience, that you can tell them to literally start getting your name out there. This is what you may want to do. This is what you may want to look at to kind of give them some advice. So the first and foremost is you have to have a professional headshot taken. Okay. And if you want to model, you have to have a full length picture with at least three different poses and a 10 to 15 second video of yourself, not a selfie, but have somebody take a video of you with great lighting you walking towards the camera and then the cameraman has to walk back as you're walking towards him because uh -huh. so way you know the way the, the casting directors can see your full body your strut your walk your confidence level mm, excellent thank you for that uh you said something that was a perfect segue you said tell me about the model runway walk you uh spe specify that uh, what is that for someone like myself who doesn't know really the industry? What is the model runway walk? The model runway walk is basically you're, you're, you're standing on the edge of the runway. Your right foot at a, what is that, a 80, 180 degree angle and your left foot slightly at 45 degrees. Wow. And when you start walking, you have to walk with your right foot towards the audience. And then as you get closer to the catwalk edge, where the audience is sitting at the cameraman, people are taking the pictures. You have literally five seconds to do three poses so they can take pictures of you. And as you're walking back, you walk back with your left foot. And oh. you have to walk like, not like a normal walk, but you have to walk with your right foot in front of your left foot, your left foot in front of your right foot, like, like crisscross. Like crisscross, okay, I got you. Yes, yes, build that confidence and make sure you're not, what is that word? Uh, make sure you don't swing your arms too much, mm. but don't walk like a robot. You know what? You know what I'm saying? Okay. Uh, okay. Basically, walk naturally. Don't swing your arms too much. Oh, okay, excellent. Wow. And if anybody wants to learn the model walk, I am here. I am in Piscataway, New Jersey, right outside of New York City. If they want to get with me, I can teach them the model walk. Even you, Chris. Even yeah. you. <laughs> I was like, ooh, me. <laughs> do you do uh, like coaching and, and do you, uh, like you do, do you provide those services for people? Actually, I do. And oh. I don't charge. Now, last year, uh -huh. in 2021, I actually did walk the runaway, but I also was hired 
as an assistant casting director to look at models and the way they walk to pick mm. and choose the models for the upcoming fashion week for 2021. So I was one of those people to judge the uh, the models. Wow. So yeah, you really, oh man, you really do this. <laughs> and I have taught my best friend Vernon Laurie. I taught him to walk. He mm-hmm. he walked the runway as well. Mm-hmm. And I've taught some of my friends, even my family members. I have taught them, you know, how to do the model walk, but they don't want to pursue modeling. Ah, uh, I see, I see, I see. And so you also enjoy acting. Where does that passion stem from? The acting side. Let's switch gears to the acting side as well, too. All right. What I love about acting, you know, there's so much to love about acting. Mm. I can say that when you're on set, you're working with director, you're working with a producer, you're working with costume designers. There's so much fun. It is going to be long periods of days on set. Okay. Even though if you have a two minute spot, even a 30 second spot, you must be on set the whole entire day. And I'm talking 18, 19, even sometimes 20 hours. Oh my goodness. Wow. That's how that does. Wow. It is fun. They will feed you. They'll give you the water. They'll even give you liquor if you want to drink. You know, I mean, they will take care of you, but you must be on set until they say that's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs> and that's a different. Oh, so that's a pretty. Because it's not again. only about, you know, you being on set, because on set, they will tell you, oh, you got to do this over. They got to do reshoots or. They got to do take after take after take until that scene is right. Mm, preparation, the hours of preparation. Preparation, exactly. Ah, and if you have a... lines, you must memorize your lines. You must memorize your lines. Okay, got you. And you had referenced earlier before we had got started about a play, stage play. Can you uh, literally explain to the listeners who didn't catch that segment earlier? You Obviously, you're acting, right? So there's some plays background. Do you have a plays background as well? Yes, 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 Chris. Uh, so yes. my very first stage play okay. that happened last year, I I auditioned for a play from backstage. So I applied to a play. I'm like, you know, why not try not, you know, let me, let me try it. You know, my luck at, uh, you know, stage plays where you actually performing live in front of an audience. An audience. Yeah. You're not on a movie set where you're going to have take after take. You're live in front of an audience. (laughs) You can't fuck up. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Right. So the play was Gormenghast. It's Uh a book written by Mervyn Peake and John Constable. And last November, 2021, was the very first time this play was actually held here in the States. Wow. I played Chef Swelter. Mm-hmm. That was my role. I was basically a chef of Gormagas. Gormagas is the castle. And there was three performances, and I performed all three nights. The, the rehearsals were so much fun. Because in the beginning of the rehearsals, I'm going to tell everybody, if you want to do plays, you may do plays, but when it comes to rehearsals, the beginning, the first four to six weeks of rehearsals, depending on when the play will be, you know, like when you will be performing in front of a uh, live audience, mm-hmm. you have four to six weeks to be on book. After that, the casting director or rather the director of the play will tell everybody you got to be off book at this certain date. Mm. So you have to memorize your line. Wow. And I was in what one, two, I was in three scenes of the play, Forming Gast, and I had to memorize my lines and I had to be in that swelter voice. Oh my goodness. Wow. What do you enjoy the most, the movies or the plays? I, you know, that's a tough question to yeah. answer, Chris. And honestly, 
I prefer movies over plays. Okay, okay. Now, if it was a major play like Broadway, that so be it. I will be on Broadway. But a local theaters, it's fine. But you're not going to get the recognition out there unless you're in the on the big screen mm. on a movie set. Nice, nice. Do you have like a dream collaboration or someone that you would love to work with on film, on camera? Do you ever think that way or kind of forecast that a little bit? I have two people I want to work with so bad. Okay. <laughs> the first one is Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh my goodness. I love that guy. <laughs> awesome. I remember him from WWE, man. Uh huh. Uh huh. And then the second guy, Fresh Prince, <laughs> Will Smith himself. The infamous, right? <laughs> yes, Will Smith. I would love to work with him. Oh, man. And the third is Vin Diesel in his Fast and Furious movies. Next year will be the, the last Fast and Furious movie. Really? Of the series? Yep. Oh, yep. my goodness. Wow. I mean, you know, a lot of people don't talk about Vin Diesel, man. He does his work. He gets in and gets out, man. But he's a brilliant actor. He's very brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Excellent, excellent. And, and so just you to think, The Rock came here mm -hmm. from Samoa in Hawaii with seven bucks in his pocket in Miami. What? Look at him now. And look at him now. My goodness, what a story. And you had referenced some, some tips for the modeling earlier. Do you have some tips for the youngsters or anyone intrigued about the industry as far as in, uh, acting tips? What do they need to get started for acting roles and position themselves? Any tips? Yes. So for acting, they have to create a resume. Okay. Of course, a headshot. Just like modeling, you need a headshot. If you don't have any experience, you have to go on Backstage.com, sign up, and just keep applying for roles. Stage plays, short short films, independent films, feature films, Broadway, you got TV commercials, you can do print modeling, runway modeling, you know, anything that's possible on backstage, keep applying. And once you get that email back from the casting directors of any particular project you're applying to on backstage or Actors Access or mm -hmm. casting, if there is a self-tape involved, They'll give you a certain time limit to do a self-tape audition because of the pandemic that we were in, a lot, mm -hmm. of, a lot of the directors uh, requested self-tape. But now that we're uh, almost out of the pandemic, now they're going to ask you to come on site to do an audition. Ah. So your audition starts the second you open that door. Wow. Just like that. Just like that. And if they ask you for a monologue, you have to create at least a 30-second monologue to prepare to wow the casting directors for mm -hmm. them to pick you for the part. Mm -hmm. You have one chance. All you have is one chance to get yourself into that door. Wow. My goodness. This is so intense. If they say thank you for your time, uh -huh. it's done. <laughs> like I auditioned for The Lion King uh -huh. on Broadway for Pumbaa. And I didn't get the part. Look at that. Wow. Wow. And so at what point does the uh, IMDb that come into play? I'm just intrigued, right? I'm not an actor, of course. But is that when you get multiple credits or you just in the beginning stage? Or so, you, yeah. IMDb, well, you know, that is this international movie database. That is the most important thing you should have. Okay. In the industry, if you want to be in the industry, you have to have an IMDb. So you have to create an IMDb profile. Mm -hmm. And when you audition for a particular part, you get chosen for the part. You have to go up to the casting director to let him or her know, hey, here's my IMDb. Can you please give me credit? 
for this particular role, if it's a background actor, an extra, or your day player. So a day player is very similar to a supporting role. Supporting role, you're on set every single day until the movie is done. A uh, day player is basically a basic day by day. They'll call you when they need you for reshooting or for more scenes. Ah, uh, I see. I see. Wow. Okay. Are you currently working on or seeking any new acting opportunities right now with your book? I am actually going to be in a horror film this June. I'm filming. It's called Renegades from Hell. I'm going to be in Atlanta, Georgia and Florida uh, filming on set, on location for the role Damned and The General. Wow. Look at that. Congrats. So, on- to give you a synopsis on this movie. So it's uh, basically... It's like, think of the classic movie, Night of the Living Dead. Ah, okay. Okay. So I'm playing a general. So I get bitten by one of those night walkers. And then within the hour, I turn into one of them. Mm. They call them damned in the horror industry. (laughs) I'll be one of those night walkers biting other people. Awesome. <laughs> you had reference earlier, right? The pandemic, right? We're coming out of it. Thank goodness that we could at least forecast. And that's what we're seeing. Of course, it adjusted in uh, literally the entire industry in the world. What do you plan to do different now? Is there a strategy to be more active? Is there a strategy to be more seen? The summer is approaching. Everyone's kind of gearing up for that next quarter, the next season. What is the game plan uh, personally for you as we, as we try to reclaim our life? Um, In terms of the pandemic? Absolutely. Reclaim your life, go out, have fun, you know, catch up on all the, the times you were in the house, couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. There was a curfew at 8 p.m. I remember in 2020. Oh, you have to be inside the house by 8 o'clock. Really? On a Friday night? Friday night. <laughs> what are we going to do then? I'm like, oh, damn, it's only 8 o'clock. I'm fucking bored. <laughs> Dude, it. let me tell you, Chris, I was bored out of my... Of course you can. You can do what you want to do. <laughs> Dude, 2020, I was bored out of my fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hanging out with my boys, right? Uh, oh, eight o'clock. I'm like, shit. What am I do now? <laughs> you know, summertime. There's nothing on TV. There's so so many movies you can watch. I'm like, what are you gonna do? Mm. It was hell, man. It was hell during the pandemic. Oh my goodness, wasn't it? Right. Oh lord. Do you have like any ultimate goal that you're working on this year to accomplish? Any any must do something you got to scratch off the the uh, calendar? This year, do have one goal. I'm trying to get into the big screen. Because okay. honestly, I do want to give up my day job. I want mm. to give up HR. I want to give up staffing for good. Mm. I'm just waiting on that one fine moment where I am on the big screen. Excellent. Excellent. And it's coming close to you, my friend, because you got it. <laughs> it's, I'm hoping it's coming. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping we're gonna, so. We're going to speak into existence. Any final words you want to share to listeners, your fans, supporters, your loved ones for their, uh, just literally being by your side and helping you along the way? Yes. I want to thank, first and foremost, I want to thank my family, my friends for supporting me in this, you know, dream of mine, becoming an actor, model, stage actor, oh, and also a writer. I just wrote my first movie, yes, uh, called The Lunatic Stalker. I'm going to start filming that project sometime this fall. I also want to thank Dragonfly Arts, Anna Payone, and Catherine, mother-daughter, who actually got me hired as Chef Swelter. Gorman Gas to play, and also the camera and the stage crew for the current plays on doing stages, uh, five short plays. Excellent. And I want to thank Patricia Pinto, Albert Cosby, and Monica Pinto for discovering me from La Creme in 2019. 
Beautiful, beautiful. There you have it, folks. Aiming high, featuring Mr. Patel. And uh, like I said, any, any, any last thing you want to get off your chest? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. If anybody wants to follow it. me on social media, my Instagram is n a i n e s h four one seven five. Follow me. I post all my work there, and also my link to my MDB credits is there as well. So you may follow me there. You can also request me on Facebook. My full name, Nanesh Patel. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you, Mr. Patel, once again, for sharing your expertise, your advice, literally your words of encouragement to the listeners, to the people, to the ones who's literally still trying to get it out. And uh, you've proven and uh, broken down barriers and uh, just the energy that you give and the people. Uh, age is not a thing and, and height and weight and all that is not a thing, man. Go after your dreams. And uh, we just wanted to give the listeners some encouragement and you were perfect to uh, literally showcase and feature. And we appreciate your time. I do have one more thing to say from mine, Chris. Sure, please. Okay, have okay. To all the listeners out there who get discouraged thinking they're too old, you are never too old. Mm. If you have dreams, follow them. Make them come true. Go outside from your house, wherever you are. Look, look up at the clear sky. Pick a star, mm. and that's where you're going to be. Wow. Aim high for the one star you choose. Aim high. Aim the high. sky is the limit. Wow. Perfect, perfect, perfect segue. Bravo. Aiming High is the name of this episode and as a perfect conclusion. Start a one-on-one magazine. We appreciate you times. We thank you guys once again for tuning in and listening and we'll catch you next episode. Thank you so much, everybody. Are you on the rise to stardom? Well, get featured in the next issue of Stardom 101 magazine and promote your business or products today. Text MAG to 804 550-8647 or visit stardom101mag.net You're listening to the Stardom 101 Magazine Podcast with Christopher Boykin. Be sure to subscribe and download this episode and continue to listen to Stardom on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.